Welcome back to another episode of Love Is Out There. This is our first recap of 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. It's been a long break in the action, but I'm ready to go and pick up with Corona. That's right. They left it off as though the world was going under. Not sure if that's going to happen here today. Season 2, Episode 15. Ready or not, here I come. Episode 1. Speaking of going under, you know what might be going under? That budget. Did you see the new graphics? Yeah, but it was only at the top. It wasn't that impressive. It was really cool looking with the names of the countries. I was. I hope they continue that and they have like the cast members sitting on the letters and maybe Debbie like peeks out from behind when it says Las Vegas. I think it's just a reminder for you for what country's foods you're going to try at some point. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Love is out there. Good plug. We open up in India with 61-year-old Jamie and 32-year-old Sumit. Did you see that disgusting fish on the street? No, because I was staring at that guy's dirty toes that was next to the fish. Oh, so gross. This is the third time Jenny has gone to India to marry Sumi. No, not to marry him. This is the third time she's been there, but she wants to marry him. Oh, okay. She didn't marry him three times. That's her dream. But first, Sumi has to convince his parents that Jenny is the right fit so she can be accepted. Apparently in Indian culture, they touch their parents' feet as a sign of respect when you walk in the door. Have you ever seen that before? No, would you like to touch your father's feet? I don't want to touch anybody's feet. I feel bad for whoever has to touch my feet. I wonder if they were wearing shoes. We couldn't see that. I thought it was like one of those neuroses, like, you know, he has to touch the doorknob 10 times, then he has to touch the TV, and then when he then explained it, I thought it made a little bit more sense. You know, I kind of thought... Maybe it was like, you know, the Jesus thing, you wash feet, but Indians are not Christian. That no. I, like, their religion is Hindu. Or Buddhism? I mean, maybe there's some Buddhism there, even some Muslim, but I think the majority is Hindu. Well, Muslims Hindi. definitely wash their feet. That's a thing. Right, well. Sumit's parents won't accept Jenny purely based on her age. It sounds like they were more worried about what people would think of them. And then they gave this analogy. Help me with it, Julia. A mango tree cannot stand bearing lemons. What the hell does that mean? I don't know, but it sounds pretty. I was trying to make some sense of it. A mango tree, mangoes are typically pretty big, and it can't stand if it's holding lemons, which are really small. So wouldn't this whole saying be the other way? Or maybe that's what they were doing, because this is 90 days the other way. It had to do with Jenny being too old for him. Right? Yeah. That's, all, that's all it is. It was something like it didn't fit, I, I guess. I don't know. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you think they should be together? Are we giving analysis now? I thought I, this was a recap podcast. Well, you can also uh, talk about it. So it's kind of one and the same, I guess. For me, what the parents said was in 15 years, he will have to take care of her. And for the first time, I actually kind of agree with the parents. They're not wrong. She's 61 years old. 15 years, she'll be 76. You know, the relationship is going to be very odd at that point. 76 is old, Julia. And I doubt she can bear children if you ever have children. It was the first time, again, when they were more worried about how they were perceived in their own culture, I felt one way. And then when they said that, I was thinking like, yeah, he'll be in his mid to late 40s and she'll be close to death if not dead. But then Sumit drops a... 
I tried committing suicide. Wow. The parents decided they'll now think about it. I'm not making jokes. Like, I don't think suicide is a joke. I don't think we should joke about it. If that's what's really going through his head, like, he needs some help. You're way too beautiful, girl. That's why I want to do you, huh? You, you got, got me suicidal. Suicidal. <laughs> You're way too beautiful, girl. Do you think that's what he would sing, like, going down the aisle? Sure. Um, so, Sumi brings up the fact that, yes, he was suicidal. He didn't want to be in an arranged marriage, but he was somehow forced to be in an arranged marriage. And now his parents have to fit the bill. They have to put pay $20,000 to pay off this divorce. So they kind of hold it against him, but at the same time, he didn't want it to begin with. I'm not really sure why. I mean, do we know what he does for a living? Does he, is he still a telemarketer? He's Mike Jones, right? Right. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for the parents, but I also feel bad for him. It's like, it's a lose-lose. They're all losers. That's right. After the commercial, we find Brittany, 26 years old, arriving in Chicago, where her mother, Audrey, picks her up from the airport. Brittany received an urgent notice to appear in court about her divorce. She needs to appear in court, and she told Yazan that she's going to see her sister's new baby, which we have not met the sister, and we haven't really heard anything about this other than that's her lie. You know, every time they say Yazan, I think of the birth control Yaz. Oh, I always want to say Aladdin every time. Because <laughs> they're all the same, right, Julia? Alan. You're terrible. Do you mean Alan or Aladdin? Aladdin. Mm-hmm. It's like Aladdin, but different. Aladdin! So Brittany and her mother sit down at the kitchen table to talk about the situation and everything that's going on in the relationship. I'm going to say something controversial, perhaps a hot take. I think Brittany is gross. With or without makeup? I wouldn't touch her any ways to Sunday. I think she is disgusting with her fake smile, her teeth, her eyelashes. The hair is just the icing on the cake. I mean, you would take her before Angela or Jenny. I would throw Brittany actually up in that category. Oh. I think she's disgusting. I think she's absolutely gross. In this scene, I just felt it so cringy. My face started hurting watching her because she does not stop smiling. Even if she's sad, even... Every emotion is, I'm smile-talking. It's okay. It's okay, Mom. What? That's what the dad was doing. Remember him back in the day? Yeah, he also was so smiling. Yeah, so weird. I feel I'm like my face hurt watching it. I couldn't care less about their whole conversation and converting to Muslim and deleting social media, yada, 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 yaza, yaza, yaza. Mommy, how can I do my TikToks? I need to do TikTok. Off to Mexico, where 57-year-old Kenneth or do they call him Kenny? I didn't pick up on that. Bob Harper? Yes. And Armando, 31, are on a little siesta to Tijuana. Is that where they were going? I think so. I think that's where he's from. Julia, the highlight of that trip is the dog Truffles in the back seat with the tongue hanging out the side of his mouth. Do you know that might be the only way I can ever figure out how old a dog is? You know, so many times the dogs are either super playful because they're puppies or they move a little slower. Maybe they walk differently. When a dog has messed up teeth and the tongue is just hanging out, you know that's an old dog. That dog is close to death. 
At this point, it looks like a taxidermy animal. I thought that dog stole the scenes of the episode. Like, he kind of looks like a prop, and I was thinking, if that dog dies mid-season, do you think they just stuff it moving on with the show, and they bring in Adina Menzel, and they can do that whole, he could have hired a tax attorney. I mean, a taxidermy. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I think it was TurboTax. Oh, maybe. They're driving to see this family, and Armando takes off his engagement ring. Yeah, I'm so over this Armando is afraid to confront his parents about being gay or gay relationship. It feels like the 1950s in America. But I don't feel like it's widely accepted in Mexico or even a lot of countries. Remember that one guy? I think it was Tunisia. He freaked out when his girlfriend said that she used to date a girl. Freaked out. Don't remember this. Is there video? It was the one with the picture on the t-shirt. The, gr- the old lady from Georgia. Oh, yeah, she was cool. I liked her. Yeah, but he was not okay that she had a lesbian relationship. I enjoyed the Espanol 101 lesson in the car. Hola, Julia. Mucho gusto. Donde esta la biblioteca? Francisco. El queso es malo. El gato en los pantalones. <laughs> How did Bob Harper not learn a lick of Spanish in preparation of moving to Mexico, let alone, isn't he from California? No, 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 he's from Florida. Also a huge Spanish-speaking contingent. Yeah, but like, I think he's like Sarasota, Tampa. Oh, he's Tampa. I, I mean, we were, ju- we were kind of just there, and I didn't see m- much more than white people there. But he knew he was going there. How do you not get one of those, you know, Rosetta Stones and learn something? Don't get me wrong, I, I am on the same boat with you. He should have done something. Maybe he thinks he's too old and he can't learn anything more. He just wants to be in love. Wants that young Mexican D, am I Mm -hmm. right? How about that bombshell they dropped about Armando's daughter losing her mother? What the heck? What are these depressing 90-day fiancé Easter eggs they're leaving? Do you think Prozac is a new sponsor of the show? I have no idea what, why they just kind of glossed over that. It's like, I'm sorry, what? Did she lose her in childbirth? Did she have a car accident? Did she meet the Mexican cartel? Is this actually Narcos? Narcos Mexico. <laughs> That's more Sinaloa. So they kind of, they leave it off with Armando saying that he's going to tell his family about the engagement. Yeah, we knew we would get another crack at this relationship, this episode. Yeah. And after commercial, we go and see Baby and Ari, a.k.a. Ariel and Binion. Bibi, age 29, and Ariella, age 28, are in Ethiopia. Ariella, or Ariella, whatever you say, she looks like she's about to pop, even though she still has six weeks left. Do you know what else was about to pop, Julia? Her eyebrows. What the heck happened? Yeah, I don't know, but I, w- I would really like for you to explain to everyone your hatred for this girl. What do you mean? You don't like her. I don't like the way she talks. I don't, I think she just looks very stuck up. Like, she kind of acts like she's better than people, but she's not, which is why she can't find, like, a good-looking Jewish guy like me. And you would go out with her? Absolutely not. I think she is so obnoxious. She comes from a good family. She is going to Ethiopia, and we see more in this episode about her high standards. Like, dude, it's Ethiopia. You're not going to be at the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah. But she's, she said she was also married to a guy from somewhere else, too. We learned that earlier. She was married to some, or dated some guy from another country. She's just like a, 
You know, like a Darcy and Stacy, just find, finding men overseas. She is way lower quality than Darcy and Stacy. You just add some lip filler and some fake boobs, and she could get there. That girl is so disgusting. Okay, so what is what is your disgusting scale with between her and Brittany? Ariel is like one step up from Brittany for me. Really? Yeah. You think Brittany's that gross? Yeah. Brittany does not do it for me at all. I mean, all. you haven't even seen her without her weave or her, her wig, so. I'm not so sure what the difference is between a weave and a wig. So you know what a wig is. A sure. weave is attached to the uh, the hair. I can't believe you called me out for hating Ariella. You hate her. I do. Her voice is so nasally and whiny. I have no friends here. Marcel. No, that's a different <laughs> Sounds like your impersonation. Marcel. <laughs> Did you see how many shoes that they had? Maybe that's why Ariella was so insistent that they get a two-bedroom. No, she's so insistent on having a two-bedroom because she's having a baby. I think it's for the shoes. Maybe. I want to know what's on those walls. That was the thermostat. They just had 17 of them inside of one room. It must get super hot there, right? Sure, but I had no idea what those things were. Yeah. Down to Columbia for Tim, age 34, and Melissa, Meliza... 20 May Lisa. May Lisa, age 29. Tim has a job interview at this Google-looking place. Did you see that? Fancy windows, feng shui plants, maybe there's meditation and lactation rooms. It's a long way since the days of Pablo Escobar. I mean, this could also be a cartel. You never know. It's a cover-up. I saw those houses on, on uh, set season two. I know what they're capable of. You sound like a conspiracy theorist right now. <laughs> I know what this is. You know what this is? It's the aliens. That's what it is. Did he get that job? Do you know how he would get a job? Epstein. That's how. You think they were friends? He knows Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. When are we going to find out what happened with her? I thought she had all this intel. Uh, this is not a podcast about that, but her court date, I think, is next June or something. It's They pushed it that far? I think they want to give it enough time so somebody can kill her. I mean, so she can hang herself. Oh, okay. I thought she was going to come out with some info on Trump or something. I think they want to see what happens with the election. Mm. Melissa meets up with her brother and friend. They were a gay couple, right? The brother and friend? Maybe. I didn't, didn't really say. think of it. It was just, look, I have the worst gaydar in the world, but I was pretty sure that those people were either very flamboyant or... If it was her boyfriend, her brother's boyfriend, they would have said that. Or maybe not, because in Mexico it's not allowed, and you think Colombia is any more advanced? I don't know. That season two of Narcos Mexico, wasn't there that one gay guy who killed everybody? Um, so that was season three of Narcos. Oh, wait, sorry. Season three. Yeah, the Cali cartel. And that was in what country? Colombia. Colombia. And that guy was not gay? He was. And he killed everybody. But that has nothing to do with being allowed to be gay. They allowed him to be gay. Because he, he was the brother or a cousin or somebody. Pacho, I think his name was. Okay. So we find out that Melissa has started her own relationships, plural, multiple relationships, while she was on a break with Tim. Ew. She's so mediocre. Like, she's just skinny. That's it. There is nothing else about her that I find attractive other than she's not overweight. I think she's pretty. One of her eyes is not on board with the camera. Might not be. But you know what? She can pull the Ross card. We were on a break? Yeah. Melissa also kind of has that RBF, but everything she kind of talks about is very like, yeah, I love you. This is great. This is the best food ever. I am having so much fun. Yeah, she does seem very forced the whole time. 
no emotion. Can you imagine all these relationships where it's purely sexual and she's just, oh my God, that feels so good. This is really great. This is better than my American lover. Is that what you like? Sure. Any emotion's great. Alan. Back to Mexico, where Kenneth and Armando roll up, literally in their car, at nighttime to meet the parents. I got eyes on you, fucker. Yeah, but they rolled to a party, which they were not expecting. His entire family was there. Yeah, Kenneth said he felt very awkward when he walked in, like he was an attraction at the zoo. I first thought he said on Zoom, because it's COVID. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like they were all looking at me at a Zoom. Well, I feel like they're not even there yet. We're not at COVID yet. I know, but I'm so jaded by it. I know. But Alan, you have also felt this way. How did you feel in China when we went? Tall? <laughs> Good looking. Able to eat cheese? I can keep going. Okay. <laughs> During the interview, Kenneth says he wishes he learned Spanish. I think he's an idiot. Why did he get one of those Ji-Hoon translators? Speaking of which, where is Ji-Hoon? I, there's been so much drama with Ji-Hoon. I think they had to they had to put in the next episode. There's been a lot of drama. We've gone through all the couples, I think, at this point, mentioning Ji-Hoon and Devon. They are by far the most interesting couple of the other way, correct? I, I don't know. I think Brittany and Yazan are pretty interesting. They make no sense. They make no sense, but that relationship's completely fake. Sure. But no, obviously, Ji-Hoon's relationship isn't fake. They have a child together. Brittany admitted that she used to date 70-year-old men for money. I mean... 85-year-old men for money. She is 100% doing this for her social media and everything, which I think is maybe part of the reason Yazan wants her to get rid of that. Yeah. He also lives in Jordan and has a religious family. So back to Mexico, where Armando's dad is hiding in the house. Wasn't that really childish? Does he think Armando will stop being gay if he plays hide-and-go-seek long enough? I think he tried to avoid it. By hiding inside. Yeah. He didn't want to be there for the cameras. He didn't want to see him. They basically forced him out. He even said, what else? After he met Bob Harper. He was just uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I also, pro I, I believe it's probably embarrassing if you have a son and you want your son to, you know, have kids and be manly and all this stuff. Son has a kid. Yeah, has a daughter. You want a son. I'm getting a son. And if it's believed your whole life that it's going to be one way and it isn't, he doesn't want to come off as a bigot, but he also isn't happy about it. So could you say it's the other way? It really is the other way. Did you hear the dad when he finally came out? He did this quick little, uh, uh, mikasa sukasa, and then he ran back inside to watch Telemundo. Do you think it was Telemundo or football? Football. FIFA. Univision. Univ is it Univision? Yes, Univision. Univision, yeah. It's time to sit around the campfire and cry. Jeez, could somebody, like, make some s'mores or tell some ghost stories to lighten the mood? Well, if Bob Harper told any story, they would just look at him very questionable. They don't speak English. The one the sister did. Just the sister and just Armando. Well, there were no need for ghost stories because Armando killed the mood by putting his ring on and telling his family that they're getting married. I thought this was very cringy. It was radio silent. Uh, can I be invited? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Armando's mom also mentions that she's not gonna tell her husband. You think the husband's that dumb he doesn't know? Yeah. I think Bob Harper is new to their life. 
like he recently told them about him and they're just trying to process him having a boyfriend like not a friend that's a boy yeah <laughs> let alone all wait you mean like just a friend or do you think you mean like a boyfriend like a dating like a dating like boyfriend he's, like he's gay like he's yeah, coming yeah. out okay yeah they aren't expecting a husband a husband and not only a husband a partner father extra father to their grandchild that's weird yeah it's weird for them i mean i feel like it's definitely more accepted in america especially in the big cities of course it's time to go car shopping in ethiopia this is my favorite scene do you think they have Teslas there? Maybe the drug lords of Ethiopia have Teslas, but I don't think so. Do they have drug lords in Ethiopia? Dude, I mean, I... Somalia is pretty close. I thought maybe they would have... I know they have, like, gangs and pirates and stuff, but yeah. are there drug problems there? Is that why the Africans are so skinny? Stop it. I, I feel like there's drugs everywhere, especially have... in the poor countries. I have no idea. I, I could be very wrong. So they're selling these 2001 POSs for $17,000. Well, they first look at a 2008 Toyota Yaris, which, can you look, look up, how much is a, is a new Toyota Yaris? Really? Yeah, just look okay. it up. 2020 Toyota Yaris is going to start at about 18000 Okay, this 2008 POS Toyota Yaris is $23,000. That is insane. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I had no idea that cars were like this in other places. Well, they're just not bringing a ton of them in. So it's kind of a lack of, you know, inventory. What people don't realize is that things in third world countries are crappy, but it's not because the people don't make a lot of money. Things are also expensive. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I, I thought about it and I mean, I have no idea and realized that I don't need to keep thinking about it. But could you buy a car somewhere else in Africa or even Europe and then drive it there? So there's taxes and then there's licenses. You have to pay for the shipping. There's a bill of lading. Like importing stuff is not that easy. No, not, not, the, not, the, not shipping, like physically driving it there. I understand what you're saying as far as like bringing it there. I don't know if you can drive from Europe to there, but there's so many rules in the world. People in America have no idea how good we have it. Yeah. Although... We have international listeners, so international listeners know how great we have it. That's true. Maybe Ariella's mom can bring her a car from Princeton, New Jersey, when she comes over for the birth. And uh, it's fun that I love that scene, babies in interview, and the producers ask, hey, would you take money from her parents? You would think that he'd be like, well, I don't know, you know, he's the man. Uh-uh. He didn't miss a beat. He was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, give me that, give me that car. Let's go. <laughs> I know this is the other way, but I do think he wants to go to America. I assume that all of these relationships the other way, they're just biding their time and they're going to try to eventually come to America at some point. Yeah, especially in these countries that it might be a little bit more difficult, like India. I mean, Mexico, I'm not sure what the deal is there, but maybe it's just because of his daughter, I assume. It could be. I just think with Bibby and Ariella, they're going to try to do the birth, have the kid, live there for a year or two, and then it should be a lot easier. I, I think it might be easier at that point. Yeah, especially if her kid is a dual citizen. Right. Okay. We finally get to see Yazan, who is living the sad single life in Jordan. He said, that's it. Back to Chicago. Yeah, there was this was a like non-scene. It was so stupid. Like... 
Here you are for five seconds and then nothing. I thought that they would, we'd get a FaceTime, like something. Nope. That, that was so pointless. I was like, hey, he's here. He's a person. He's still alive. What's that? Time for the court hearing. All rise. I really thought we were going to get, like, to see Brittany in action, Brittany in court, maybe a little, learn a little bit about the situation with her husband, ex-husband, husband. No way. Do you know how hard it is to get people, to get a film crew in a courthouse? I thought we would see, see something. Do you know what we actually saw? We're still married. That's it. You don't get to see anything. She said they messed up and they have to refile. Why does that not surprise me? I bet you it's Brittany's fault. Probably. I mean, she was rushing off to Jordan. She probably didn't sign one page and then they it just went, you know, just went away. She probably just sat there and smiled and was like, Mom, can you take care of this for me and drink some Chardonnay? When do, when her braces come off? I think that's a thing. I think she's doing that to look cute and young. You know there's girls in porn that do that. That's they, so gross. They keep braces on or they get fake braces. because this they what make you them... watch? Don't worry about what I watch. Uh, Kink.com, baby. Kink? What? Kink.com? So now we're in India, and Jenny went to the local Burger King for a meal while she was waiting for Sumit. Yeah, and it's like an empty restaurant. I don't know. It looks like she was eating like a bird, like picking at something. She was sitting there eating, and then he creeped up so awkwardly and kind of scared her. I was worried she was kind of a heart attack. We could end this whole situation right now if she just drops dead. You do that to me, too. You love to scare me. He came from the front. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He, like, came up behind her. No, he didn't do it like that. I thought he did. No, he was, like, very 12 o'clock. Oh. Sumit tells Jenny everything that went down with his parents, and she seems optimistic at best. He said it was emotional. Yeah, he told his parents that he tried to kill himself or wanted to kill himself. Yeah, that he can't take care of them if he's dead. Yeah, it was a it was a nothing scene. He just told he just recapped her on what happened. Who cares? So now we're in Mexico where Kenneth is reflecting on the whole night and he says, "Uh, it didn't go so well." I was like, "Uh, yeah, dude." <laughs> I thought it went okay until Armando had to ask permission for Kenny to stay over. Here's a rule in dating. If your partner has to ask to have a sleepover, something's wrong. They're too young, they're too old, or they're too in the closet. I just feel like that conversation should have happened before. Just like a phone call. Hey mom, we're driving three to four hours from home. Can we stay at home or do we need to get a hotel? It did not need to be like that. That was weird. Do you think they would have stayed at La Quinta Inn? I'm pretty sure that is very American. La Quinta? What's that mean? I think it's like five. The five? Quince. Yeah. <laughs> it's sonogram time in Ethiopia, but the baby is breached, which means it's flipped, turned upside down. So the head is kind of more towards Ariella's sternum, yeah. chest, and the feet are down towards her pelvis. So they're going to have to do a C-section, like now, like like right now. Is like, that is that typical? Like like right now, it's what typical. To if you're breached, you have to give birth at that moment. Well, they're also they mentioned how she was low on amniotic fluid, and that's where the baby gets its nutrients and whatnot. So I this is not my area of medicine, but I know that sometimes they either have to manually flip them around. Like I think my sister had that, where the doctor literally was elbow deep inside of her, manually kind of turning the baby, and they do something else where they push on the stomach, but. 
C-sections are a last resort. C-sections are, all right, the baby's not coming naturally. Let's get it out. Let's get it safe. Yeah. The bigger issue is we don't know about time. This baby might be a preemie coming in six weeks early. Yeah, that's, that is early, that's right? A, yeah, that's I mean, very they, early. They just came in for an ultrasound. I mean, this baby's coming out around, like, what, seven and a half, eight and a half months? Her face was, like, priceless, though. What? Huh? That's her face always. No, but then she broke down crying. Good. I'd be freaked out, too, if I knew I was going to give birth and I wasn't ready. I would have been freaked out thinking I was having birth in a third world country. Oh, well, that's just stupid. She, they have epidurals there, right? Did we see that? I'm sure they do, but why not just have the baby in America and then go over there? There are way less restrictions on Americans going to Ethiopia than there are Ethiopians coming to America. I think that's why. He could have come over for like a week and for the birth of the baby or something. Or they could have did like a Jihoon FaceTime. Honestly, I don't think he has the money. He's on that choreographer salary. I mean, who knows? Anyway, that's it for our first episode of Recapping the Other Way. Days like these make me miss Darcy and Stacy. Really? This show just doesn't do it for me. Like again, of all the couples, if they're not talking about Jihoon and Daewon, I don't care. Huh. I mean, I mean, your favorite's Larissa and Colty, but... Yeah, everybody's favorite is Larissa and Colty, followed by Big Ed. That's it. The rest of them were just hate-watching. You also like Paola. Oh, I do like Paola. Did she have video of her shaking? Alan. Oof. Tell you what, I needed a cold shower after that one. Alan. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Other Way. Make sure you give us a great rating. Download our YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Love is out there podcast. Check out our YouTube channel where I try terrible food from all the countries and have to guess the corresponding 90 Day Fiance contestants. And so far in the other way, he's done sue me, but no one else yet. I found love. I found love. We found love. We found love. Bye. Yeah.